y'all. Welcome to another episode of Lazy Yet Successful, where we are both lazy yet successful. Hey, all you guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Uh, yeah. Hi. Here Yo. we are. Let's talk about Black Lives Matter. Yeah, so a couple of updates uh, this week in terms of the mass and Black Lives Matter movement. Um, there's a march uh, that's being worked on from Milwaukee to Madison, where a group of organizers are actually walking the entire distance um, between the two cities. It's pretty Be- interesting. Because it means something and it does a thing. I mean, it does draw some attention to the movement, even if it's not it's like the most It's like not impactful. even 100 people. Point taken. <laughs> that yeah. reduces things quite a bit. Um, in other news, more locally, um, there was a protest at the governor's mansion, uh, recently protesting Tony Evers on private property, um, mind you, but that seems to be irrelevant for the given situation. Yeah. Uh, it started at the governor's mansion and then they just tried to break in and everything. And then on the one, what was that one Facebook group where they started talking about Madison for Black Lives Matter or Madison Black Lives Matter or I have no idea. Something it's similar. the one where they were like, We need more people down here so to, we could basically do illegal activities. To break through the police barricades essentially and just uh get I I'm not actually sure what the end goal is, I'm gonna be honest. Was it to protest in front of the governor's mansion or was it to break into the governor's mansion? Or... I have no idea. I mean, I, I think the protest was just around the fact that police reform in uh, Madison and the state in general has been pretty, not not too, too impactful um, so far, even though there were a few small gains here or there. Uh, speaking of small gains here or there, uh, the Madison School District is no longer um, using police uh, for handling crimes, which leaves the question in the first place, why were they using police? W- why is this a thing? I mean... Okay, so I can get into this. Yeah. Um, so Madison School District, actually Dane County, all of Dane okay. County, so all the schools within Dane County, Fitchburg, fully yet. But um, I've seen it online somewhere. Um, but basically, police in schools and stuff, mm-hmm. in Chicago, you see that everywhere. It is a thing. You need to have security in schools. Here, they don't have security in their schools. They have police contracts. But in those police contracts, basically, it states what they could do to said students and stuff like that. The amount of force they could use Mm. where the students go. It's basically like teachers and faculty don't know how to handle their damn students anymore, which makes me laugh because it's like, Jesus Christ. Typical school to prison pipeline stuff. It sounds like it's crap. Yeah. Just like taking students who are, who are still kids, mind you, and treating them like adults and blowing things out of proportion. Like, I, I don't know the, he, I, I can't imagine people going into schooling and just, like, getting ready to teach high school and then just getting terrified by these little 16-year-olds enough that they need to call the we police. We must call the police. Yeah, that's... They're th- not doing their homework, and they said no! Yeah, that's... that That's racism, I think, in a lot of cases. Yeah, because a lot of times they only call police on people of color and stuff like that. Yeah, it goes back to the whole thing where it, it's hard for people of color who are younger to be treated as adults in this country. I mean, people of color who are younger to be treated as to kids be treated as in this country. the age that they actually are. Yeah, they, they get treated as adults a lot of the times, and it's kind of ridiculous, even when they're still kids. Yeah, but, the, but then you have, like, who was that guy that raped a woman behind a dumpster? Oh, Where he was Brock literally... Turner, was that it? Yeah, how old was he? Uh, ooh, I think he was in his 20s. Yeah, he was, like, in his 20s, and literally, like, being treated as, like, a 14-year-old. Oh, he's, he's just a child. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, besides that... We have more protests. The DA, there's a Madison district attorney that people started protesting in front of his house. And 
they were protesting in front of his house because they were trying to get this district attorney to get all of these people that were detained for like basically breaking the laws while protesting. <laughs> Which, if you're breaking the law while protesting, you're not peacefully protesting, therefore it's an illegal protest. I'm going to end that there. But after that, they ended at Hilldale Mall. Which, if you don't know anything about Hilldale Mall... Oh, I figured out about Kate Spade at Hilldale Mall. They got out of there just because they knew shit was going to happen. Oh, it was because of the protests. It was protests. because of the protests. But um, Hilldale Mall is... It's kind of like a more upscale mall. It is the only good shopping place in all of Madison. Hot take, apparently, that is, because I posted that on Instagram. A lot of you might have seen, and I got a lot of messages about how disgusting I am. There, there's this thing that's going on right now where, um, and I guess we can dive more into this later, but where the Black Lives Matter movement, in mass and specifically, is getting kind of conflated and mixed up uh, with this sort of eat the rich mentality of protesting um, things that are a sign of wealth. And yeah, there's a correlation between how racism impacts the incomes of uh, black people in this country. Yeah. And that definitely exists, but I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It, it's t- I think it's typical white people to turn something that's a race issue into an economics issue. Yeah, it is. And I don't know. You know what? I didn't plan on talking about this a lot, but I'm, I'm diving into this. How? Wh- okay. So I think it's hysterical that people of color in the Black Lives Matter movement are the minority of the Black Lives Matter movement. It's all of these like quote unquote allies and it's, it, I don't know about other, well, in other places, it's fine. In Madison itself. When we're talking about this, okay, you guys, we're talking about Madison, Wisconsin only. Because outside of here, fine. Here, bullshit. Yeah. It's turned into, like, an eat the rich kind of situation. Uh, if Basically, if, if architecture looks good, it was made for white people only. And it's just gentrification and it's all this stuff. Like, I have a friend that just... Well, she's not a friend. She's a complete fucking bonehead. But, um... She... No matter what... If anything looks good... It's gentrification. It's made for white people. It needs to be burned down. Basically... If... It's literally if anything looks good. Or if... Or... If there... Say that there's, like, a really old community... Where everything's falling apart. If anything gets fixed... That's wrong. It's made for white people. Like... What the hell? Kind of sounds like taking these issues and oversimplifying them down to just, like, basic um, hatred of rich people. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry that you have issues because people have something that you want but you can't get because you didn't work your ass off for it. Like, that's literally what it comes down to. It is toddler mentality of, oh my god, you have this, but I can't have it? Now I want it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And I totally get the whole aspect of like boycotting certain like shopping areas and stuff like that because there there are places like in outside of chicago like there's like oh my god what's the name of that mall it's like oak something oakdale oakwood something i don't know it's something you you guys will know but um it is definitely geared toward white people Mm -hmm. like i have been there numerous times never have once seen a person of color Mm -hmm. the thing at hilldale though we you always see people of color That's another reason why I like going there. Like, it's not... Like, you go to East Town, white people galore. Like, it's ridiculous. But, um, yeah. I just... I can go on and on. Yeah, and I mean, like, uh, kind of going back to the Eat the Rich argument, um, 
there's a lot of money that pe- uh, wealthy people have been donating towards the Black Lives Matter movement overall, yeah. and the corporations have been donating towards the Black Lives Matter movement overall. And uh, okay, yeah, maybe they could be doing more. Um, maybe there are some corporate policies in place at some of these companies that aren't great that are against black people in one way or another. Maybe there's room for improvement there, but if you're oversimplifying it into an eat the rich um, sort of thing, you're losing all of that. And you're losing yeah. focus of... It's not I mean, about I feel, Black Lives Matter anymore. I feel weird saying this as a white person, but you're losing focus of what Black Lives Matter is actually about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're changing the mentality of Black Lives Matter to, oh, I don't, don't go here because they, they have money or this is geared toward people that have money, that has nothing to do with black people. And, like, so I had one of someone on Instagram, like, talk to me about, oh, no, Hilldale wasn't about because it's an upscale neighborhood or area. It's because all of those businesses, all of their advertisements are only for white people. It's only white models in them and everything else. Of which I emailed back a whole bunch of ad campaigns that had people of color from the last decade. Yeah. It's like not every single advertisement is going to be a person of color. And it's not... As someone that's worked in that industry, it has nothing to do... Like, people aren't vetted. Like, it's... Like, when they put out a thing, like, we need models for this. They're not like, you need to be white, you need to be this tall, you need to look like this with this color hair. It is, we need a model with experience, and that's basically it. And whoever shows up, shows up. Yeah. Like, it's not picked like that. Although there are some cases in high designer things. Chanel, out of all places, was very racist back Mm -hmm. in the day. But they're not anymore. Yeah. It, then it all depends on creative directors and stuff like that but yeah yeah and uh, oh boy um i i think this kind of segues into our last um fairly but yeah thing related to this which is really deeply messed up um which is there actually was in the past few days an occurrence of uh kkk gathering in madison and the monona area yeah. Um, in particular, outside of the Hobby Lobby um, in Monona, there's actually been cases, too, of uh, young black men, in, in a case that was shared on Facebook, um, who drowned less than a mile away um, mm-hmm. from... You know more about that than bar- I do. I did read that a lot. From a bar, under very uh, suspicious circumstances, with Monona police sort of, at the same time, covering trumping up charges and covering it up. So... The, the KKK, and unfortunately right now, is a real thing in the Madison area, which is deeply... Disturbing. Deeply disturbing. Um, yeah, I mean, this was shared to the Black Lives Matter group um, in Madison, and so, last line here. I'll just read the entire last paragraph of this post. You need to be aware that they are here. You need to stay safe. You need to send early curfew for yourself and your family and not be out. You need to stay away from Monona and every bar and business in Monona until they leave. Do not go to State Street. Avoid these bars as well. Stay out of any trouble in the area. They will be looking for you. State Street, Williamson Street, Monona bars at bar time. Walk in pairs or more. Stay together. This That's is messed scary. Up. That's like some like Nazi level, like Denmark style, Poland, like all of the outside of Germany during World War II when they were hunting down Jews. Yeah. Like, it's literally, if you, if you read that, it's almost identical to, um, basically what they were telling Jewish people back in the day. And yeah. that, that's really sad. And shout out to the Hobby Lobby in Monona where they're being allowed to gather. Shout out to the owner yeah. of that Hobby Lobby in Monona. 
Uh, that Hobby Lobby doesn't exist anymore. Oh, was it closed down? Yeah, okay. as of I think yesterday. Okay. Yeah. There's a. Uh... Yeah, I mean. Okay, so white people, where are you during all of this? Mm-hmm. Like, is it really? Do, do you even care? Do you even care? Are you better? Are you having more fun uh, being progressive and protesting uh, the malls where rich people shop and pretending like exactly. you're making a difference when this is actually happening? Also, um, what about all the All Lives Matter people? That's what I want to know. Like, people are being actively hunted down, but their lives don't matter. Yeah. But yet, all lives matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's infuriating, especially to these, like, wannabe progressive intellectual people that I fucking can't stand. Yeah. I mean, you don't get to sort of... I- I'm sorry, but you don't get to turn tail at the first sign of things being hard. Mm-hmm. And this is... This is hard. This yeah. is deeply disturbing. And if you care... If you care about the movement, if you care about black people, don't let, don't tolerate this shit. Yeah. At all. It's complete bullshit. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on because I'm, like, already angry. Let's talk about Trump and, like, politics and speaking stuff of, like that. Speaking of being angry. So, Trump had the 4th of July rally at Mount Rushmore, also known as Stolen Land from Indian Native People. Woot. Uh, yeah. And, oh, did you hear about the protest that was going on outside that was literally just Native people? And they were tear gassing them and everything else. Oh, beautiful. On their own land. That oh. is not owned by the government. It is their land. You have to oh, drive God. through tribal land to get there. And they were on their own land. Technically, they could rip up the road. And it doesn't matter. Oh, damn. And they were tear gas. That's incredibly illegal. It's actually against, like, all laws of humanity. And, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that right now. Yeah, it's really messed up. Just in general, everything about that rally was disastrously bad. We, we can start with coronavirus um, and how packed the oh, rally God. was dur- in a state that's supposed to be under quarantine. And Where masks are supposed to be. But not Like, here. the law. As well as in a state that there's a ban on fireworks along in a state where there's not supposed to be any kind of... There was, like, a bur- there was a burning ban as well because of how dry it was. But yet, somehow, Trump broke every freaking one of those laws. Yeah. I mean, I, I think because he wanted to infl- help his dying campaign out. Which yeah. is dying, praise the Lord, but... Yeah, it's still it's still annoying he, he's still trying to make it better he's still trying to break every law he can to just try and gather as much support as possible because the reality is during like coronavirus and during like the pandemic in general he should not be doing this no. he should not be holding rallies he should be in his office he, he shouldn't be saying that coronavirus is getting better it's, it's not. not it is not by far um he should be doing his presidential duty and he's not he just cares about his campaign right now uh, though we did watch a little bit of it. One thing I found was funny. I, f- I found kind of funny was there was a mid-level bureaucrat there who clearly did not go very far in his career in any one direction or the other because he kept making the wax on wax off movement. He would oh turn God. between every sentence. It was kind of I don't even remember who that was. I can't either. I, I didn't care about his name. He's not important. Let's be honest. Also, okay, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. So we, we did watch some of it. We watched like, what, half an hour at the most? Yeah, we tried. But every live that we've seen... The camera was just on Trump, not even the person who's speaking. Like, it would just be, like, Trump sitting there next to, like, prisoner of war Melania. Like, 
so we ended up having to like go through a whole bunch of different lives to find one that actually showed who was speaking. Can we talk about the um the governor of South Dakota? Yeah. She needs to be impeached. Like she spent more time talking about how she went elk hunting in a town where someone was from than like actual anything political. Yeah. Like like this isn't Keep in mind, we also only watched, like, a half an hour of it, so... This isn't supposed to be... I mean, okay, ignoring literally everything about this uh, rally and all the messed up things of this, this shouldn't have been political. This yeah. shouldn't have been used as a rally by the president, and I think, in some respects, the governor was probably using it to boast herself up as well. Yeah, sure. Otherwise, she wouldn't freaking be talking about elk hunting in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it, it should be a celebration of American patriotism. Ugh, I, I don't even like saying that we word We don't anymore. have any of that right now. It, it just leaves a gross taste in the mouth with how the country's being run. Basically, if you're actually a patriot, you're not going to be patriotic right now. Because nothing, you no, there is nothing that our founding fathers, Karen yeah. said, that, um, like, no. People are rolling yeah. in their graves. I mean, like, if you're, ugh. If, know, if you're a Trump supporter... If you are a Trump supporter, and I, I think there are still people who are Trump supporters out there, and I don't understand entirely how, I'm going to be honest. My own mom! Yeah. I... Yeah, like... I, I don't get it, but if you are, just keep in mind that you're voting for and you're supporting someone who is for himself. Yeah. You're voting You're voting for Trump. You're not... Don't, don't pretend you're putting a vote towards patriotism. If you want someone who's a patriotic candidate, there are plenty... I'm sorry, but there are plenty of other people out there. There are plenty of other ways to do it. Mm -hmm. You can vote for, like, your... You, you can vote, like, Republican in your, like, your Senate election or your gubernatorial election. Your local election. And find someone who's a patriot who actually stands for American values. Because I think... I, I think they're out there. I Somehow. They are. One or two. Or something like that. Um, I, I know a lot of Democrat senators that are actually for core patriot values yeah but if you're for core patriot values just remember trump isn't your trump's not a golden ticket he's not your guy he's not backing he's not backing american principles he's not backing um the people of the country right now if he was backing the people of the country right now he'd be in the white house and we also wouldn't have over a hundred thousand people in the united states dead of coronavirus that he called a hoax for over a month that too like yeah. just just remember like what you're doing Mm-hmm. and what you're voting for. I mean, I think you're voting for a KKK-supported candidate, too. Yeah. Which, remember that. Like, remember that during this time, you're supporting someone who's for the KKK. Mm -hmm. You could have supported anyone different. Yeah. I mean, heck, you can vote third party if you want. There's a libertarian candidate out there. If you're, like, a really right-wing Republican. You could vote for Kanye. You could vote for Kanye, yeah. I mean, he supported Trump for a little while. I was, like, talking about that. Well, he's not, he's he's not, not. Republican at all. I know. And... Everything else, but um, you could you could vote for Kanye and Kim Kardashian could be the first lady, and we could all have a great time with that. And then maybe I could be in the government because I'm friends with her. So, yeah. Hey, nepotism. I That's how hopes. this works. <laughs> Speaking of uh, politics and the election, um, Biden still hasn't chosen his vice president yet, which I he's think supposed to at the beginning of next month. Okay, August second, I think is what I heard. I think he's choosing between a bunch of uh, different. Uh, women and different women, a bunch of different women who are also black it's or people of color. It's definitely going to be a woman of color. Yeah, so probably Kamala Harris or Malala. Sorry, I had to. I don't like her. But yeah, <laughs> or Elizabeth Warren or 
I think Tammy Duckworth was also one of the people that was mentioned. I know none of the names besides Warren or Malalala. Yeah, I, I haven't. Um, truthfully, my exposure personally to uh, Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris was purely in the context of the election cycle. Mine are Twitter. Yeah. It's, I mean, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting in either case to have somebody who's uh, running on the platform of being the first female vice president. The last person who did that was Sarah Palin. I don't remember that. That just hit me. Uh, no, um, McCain. Sarah Palin was his vice. And he was running I, I, against I, I President Obama. Remember, I don't remember any of that. So this will be the first female vice presidential candidate Wait, who did, um, since Sarah Palin. Who did Obama go against? Uh, well, in the first term, it was... Uh... Oh, wow. I can't even remember who it was in the second one, but in the first... I don't remember. It was uh, McCain-Palin. Oh, my God. I ha- I'm going to be honest, you guys. I was not politically awakened until I started working in government stuff, and even then, I'd probably say in the last year is me being like political because i don't get political i mean like political election aside um pro tip to anyone who's voting or planning on voting um remember your legislative election actually matters in addition to your to the executive election remember to come out and vote for that that's just as important if not more important yeah it's probably more important honestly they have more power to make laws than the president does yeah it's up there yeah uh, well, let's move on. Uh, it's the virus. It, it is the virus. In the words of Cardi um, B. So, the as corona. we said, coronavirus numbers are disgustingly, terrifyingly up. Um, I think we're worse than we are. I'm gonna, than we were. During, are you talking like, about Wisconsin or the world? Well, definitely Wisconsin. I'm going to look at this blunk. I think, uh, I thought the U.S. was in a worse circumstance as well. Yeah, well, always. In either case, we're seeing a lot of states um, turn back. Uh, their phase of the quarantine. If I could turn back time. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, okay, that's it. Okay, uh, Madison in particular is back to phase one mm-hmm. of the quarantine. Um, so most restaurants are shut back down. It's actually kind of funny because there was an initiative that was going on to uh, have the State Street restaurants all open just with little... This is disgusting. I'm just going to with preface like this. street seating. Yeah. Which, let me remind everybody, the recommendations for CDC are still six feet apart, even if you're outside. Yeah. You still need to follow that. And the State Street businesses were pretty much trampling all over that, saying, like, hey, like, we're just going to reopen. Who cares about social distancing? If you're outside, that's fine. You know what? I get it. I, I get the I get the hatred of State Street from the perspective of Black Lives Matter. I've always really hated State yeah, Street. Yeah, I, I, I get the hatred. It's it's disgusting. Those businesses aren't for your lives in general. They're they're really But just... they're family locally owned. Yeah, exactly. They're they're family locally owned, but you know what? If they're gonna let people die, them. Like honestly fuck them. So I'm on the Splunk for coronavirus and right now the united states has 2.87 million people confirmed with it and 129,870 deaths and our daily infection rate is now one of the highest in the world at 1.54 percent and it was at 0.04 for a while and now we're at 1.54 and these all happened under trump's presidency i mean how many how many lives do you think uh whether through, like, how they were running, like, different policies or whether how they were handling different wars at the time. How many lives do you think the past few presidents have cost Americans? Yeah, not that many. Not not anywhere near that. No. How many lives did Hillary Clinton's email server? 
being late cost Americans. Literally none. Literally none. And then we have this. And you know what? Yeah. But Republicans can look past this. It's a pandemic. Mm -hmm. There were going to be losses of life. But you know what? Look at any other country. Look at how any other country is handling this. And this isn't happening. And oh my God. How are Karens still a thing? How are the no mask Karens still a thing right now? I don't understand it. I mean, just just a few, uh, who, just like an hour ago before we started like recording, we looked at uh, a video of a Karen in uh, Target who basically just, uh, she was tearing down masks. Oh, yeah. She had a gold Rolex and she was allowed to cost she was on a She had a $40,000 Rolex and she shopped at Target. I mean... The top trending thing with that was, like, I don't think someone that's got a $40,000 Rolex is going to be shopping at Target, but, I mean, I've shopped at Target with a Birkin, so... Yeah. Can't say much about that, but also, I've never been entitled about it. No. It's a watch. It tells the time. Uh, If you're going to be flaunting it like that, you couldn't afford it to begin with. So... Yeah, but yeah, she literally walked in, seen the, the masks that were on the rack... And just started, she was recording, it was like literally first person, like she literally was recording herself doing it while going on a really crazy rant and then just completely ripping them all off the thing. And people are like walking up to her and she's like, I can, like, she was like, I, something about I have like a four, I wear a $40,000 Rolex, I'm a blonde woman. Uh, I, and she was like, and I can't tear this down. Like she was like basically like oh i have money therefore i can do whatever i want i it's like mm, honey you've already been detained it's disgusting yeah yeah ridiculous uh, want to know what's even more disgusting what cancel week oh okay speaking of white people spending time on nothing that actually white matters to black people, lives matter canceling other white people Where- where do we start? We have an endless selection of cancellations that have happened this week. I don't know. Um, you pick one and let's just bounce some topics off. Let's start with the beauty community. Why not? Um, Toddy Westbrook and Shane Dawson. Ta- okay, so we see with this one, this one's bigger because we got to go back to last year. Yeah. So Tati Westbrook, the biscuit herself. I used to love her. I have her phone number on my phone. Oh, dang. Yeah, I, I've been like holding back messaging her. But, um... She released a video last year that I was in love with. It was called Bye Sister. And it basically exposed James Charles for the fucking sexual predator that he is. But now, of course, he's completely or she completely went back on that. And now Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star made her put up that video. They were the devils in her ears that told her she needed to put it up. I mean... She, she had some choice um, quotes and examples from that video. I think one of them was uh, she was talking about how um, she was worried about James Charles being on the 50th floor out of the country. And Shane told her he was a narcissist and he wouldn't do anything. And you know what? That might be strongly worded. That may have happened. But uh, that's still yeah. absolutely a decision that she made to put it up. Yeah. She is an adult. And it was her choice put up this video exactly a little off subject um justin might have sounded a little far away because he had to open up our 
our podcast room door because Maz was scratching to get in. But yeah, she is like, she's like 40 and she literally is like, yeah, this 30 year old and this 20 something year old told me these lies and then forced me to upload this video on my channel for all 10 million of my people to watch. And do we want to talk about timelines on her posting this? Because that's where the story gets really interesting. She posted this a few days after saying on Twitter, something huge is coming. Yeah. Or something along those lines. It's like planned PR, son. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, and she was crying in the video, but... Oh, okay. You know what? That crying was fake. I- I'm sorry, but there is no okay, way. Okay, Shane. There... But I... yeah. Yeah, I... I mean... I think this is a situation where somebody is very conscious of their position and their power in the scope of the wider things going on. I mean, let's look at the Black Lives Matter movement going on uh right now and how all these celebrities are being canceled in general and let's look at how shane was already under fire for some of his earlier videos yeah this was very opportunistic it it was extremely opportunistic and i'm so happy that she herself is also getting canceled for even making the video which makes me oh god it just makes me so happy you guys because like that was such a pr stunt and like oh the big thing was like shane was doing like the live stream during like while watching that and she was just pulling card after card after card. Like, I was a sexual assault victim. So was Shane. So was half the people watching that video. You know what? In 2020, it's not that hard to be a sexual assault victim. I've been sexually assaulted before. Boy. Okay. But, um... I mean... Yeah. Point point, point being, it's not something to use That's not a card a, to pull because... As a card. No. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's disgusting. Um, who? So, yeah. I mean, again, white people out here, um, trying to cancel Shane Dawson. Um, when all these other things are going on, Trump can still protest at Mount Rushmore. Um, the KKK can be a massive, but you know what? Shane Dawson, YouTuber, disgusting YouTuber, top priority right now. Shane Dawson, apparently. Yeah, and let's like let's talk about like what started almost all of this is Jada Smith. Yeah. The one whose marriage and everything is going downhill, and it turned out that they were both in separate relationships, and at the exact same time as all of that was coming out, she's like, mm, let's talk about Shane Dawson, and talk about how, what was it, like, over ten years ago, he, like, fake-made sexual, like, I don't know, gestures toward a, a just a poster yeah. of 11-year-old Willow Smith, so therefore he's a pedophile and everything it's like no like jesus christ again timing is important here yeah in terms of when it happened because a couple of days after uh she posted this she mentioned that there was a lot of pain right now and she was going to uh the red room in a twitter post the red room being the name of her podcast yeah kind of raises a question of the red table red table my bad was was this a pr stunt yeah it definitely was i don't i don't want it to be i i don't want it to be the case where all these people are coming out and just canceling Shane to try and let themselves up but you know what it kind of seems like that's exactly what's going on right now yeah and it's like all these like d-list youtubers and podcasters and stuff are like oh I also had an issue with Shane congratulations you have a hot take in 2020 sit down yeah honestly oh boy and and then Trisha Paytas yeah speaking of people like raising in reputation she's doing it without trashing anyone right now uh, and it's magical well, okay she was trashing Tati and stuff but I'm like she's not trashing people that don't deserve to be trashed yeah not she's not she's not doing it in like the Tati way of things she's doing it as and she's defending a friend yeah with facts 
Yeah, she's gone really uh, rogue. She's gone rogue. She's she's gone really intense in terms of making sure that she's talking about uh, different beauty community drama topics going on, and she's had a really like clear like concise take on a lot of issues which i think a lot of people are sort of seeing as odd because for those of you that don't know trisha paytas's background or uh, what she's famous for like i didn't uh honestly until what, a couple what weeks do ago. you think that she's famous for well i i thought maybe not famous for but in terms of where she gets her source of income right now she gets her source of income from OnlyFans primarily that's in the last six months that is yeah oh my OnlyFans is pretty new uh trisha paytas actually started she was a, she's a huge michael jackson fan her actual name on youtube is blonde sundial for mj Ooh. yeah and she started at the exact same time i started stuff she started back on myspace but she's been on america's got talent she's been a, she has the guinness book world record for talking the fastest oh wow um she's famous for a lot of things and her newest thing is being like the best kind of insta hoe on OnlyFans, which I do admit I subscribed to her OnlyFans because it was free, but um, it, only for a month. It is free right now, as she said. There's so much uh, trouble going on in the world, and no one's really free, so why not uh, go to her OnlyFans, which is free. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which, like, okay, I she's very off the cuff, which I've loved. She's honest. She's honest. Um, her videos are fantastic. I mean, actually iconic. Uh, a lot of the, her videos are just her going to Del Taco. Over Jack in the Box and trying Free different Shavaka things. <laughs> it's great. It's just uh, it's just refreshing to see right now, and so many people are like trying to cancel everyone that there's somebody still making content and kind of just trying to make like she's just living life. Yeah, and like she's also putting it out there. And I think it's 2020. Anything can happen. And you know what? If Trisha Paytas is the voice of reason in 2020, I get it. I feel it. Yeah. Also, our little cinnamon buns is in the podcast room trying to catch a fly. Who we have been trying to kill on and off for the past uh, day. day. But, um, yeah, Trisha Paytas, she's great. Um, Another thing, Britney Spears. Hashtag oh Free Britney. Yeah. She has been basically under, what's it called? Guidance? Jurisdiction? Oh, what's the word? A guard- guardianship is definitely a word we could It's use. like parental guardianship. Yeah. She's like almost 40. Uh, and it was back in 2007 when she had a complete mental break she was put under guardianship and her dad controls that which again her mental break was shaving her head yeah what what last summer i had much more of a mental break than that and i'm still under myself yeah (laughs) but yeah uh uh she's been posting weirder and weirder videos lately and finally someone on tiktok was like okay make yellow like the theme of your next video if you need help like if you are in danger and everything else and her whole next video was literally just yellow everything yeah so now there's people outside of her home there's people just trying to figure out what's going on she's waving at drones yeah hashtag free free britney is trending number one on twitter (laughs) and i just want to help britney like if i had the funds right now i would fly out there I'd be that. like, hi. Oh my, maybe I could take Sean, da- Sh- Sean, 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 Shane Dawson's place of helping everyone. I'm just kidding, you could guys. Be. I mean, the dream could be fun. Uh, what do you do? You want to move on? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Tech news. So tech news. Um, the iPhone 12 apparently might not ship with the charger, which I don't know how to feel about that. I'm going to be honest. Okay, so if they do it correctly, it'll be fine. If they don't. It could suck. What I, is doing it correctly in this case? Doing it correctly means, like, they give you the option to get it with a charger for a little less money. Okay. Like, or for a little more money. 
Yeah. Because, like, how many freaking power cubes and lightning cables do we all have? Who's had? I've had an iPhone since 2007. I still have the 40-pin dock connectors and boxes <laughs> at my old place. Like, I have stuff everywhere. And I'm, I, yeah, we need, I don't want more of it. I also don't want to get the ear pod things. Like, I don't need those in the box. I just want the phone. All I need is the phone. <laughs> so if I'm paying less money to just get the phone, I'd be fine. And air charging is a thing right now, too. Oh, yeah. Like we've, a... we've both been on wireless chargers since, like, what? January? Yeah. They're great. Did we... We got that from Costco. Did we get that in January or February? January, I think. Maybe February? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Let's just say February. Yep. It's, it's a great system, too. And you know what? If they're, like, going to lean into wireless charging a little bit, I'm mm-hmm. all for that. Yeah. Let's see. So, um, I, iOS 14, I just found this out like maybe an hour ago. They have this thing that basically, if you go to settings and then passwords, it shows you which of your passwords have been like found in data leaks and found in like stuff like that. And it suggests new ones. I suggest everyone to use that. 273 of my passwords were compromised. So I got to take a day and just completely do that. Oh, dear. So, yeah. What did you want to talk about? Uh, we also have Apocalypse 2020 going on. Um, thanks to Tati. Thanks to Tati. And I think in bitch. general, folks trying to cancel Shane Dawson. I think more of it has to do with Tati's video because that's what started everything. Yeah. So YouTube is kind of making an example of Shane Dawson um, right now. Oh, yeah. They demonetized all of his channels. Yeah. And he's been bleeding subscribers. But aside from that, he's not making any money on ads right now. And it's... That's disgusting. Yeah. Like, his YouTube channel makes him $8 million a year. So, yeah. taking that away. I mean, granted, I think after this, the conspiracy palette, he's probably financially... We don't know how much money he made. He might not have yeah, made that much. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, yeah. Not much is known. We'll talk about that more next week. But yeah, uh, let's talk about the companies that are removing their ads from Facebook. There's quite a lot. There's a bunch. Like, Best Buy, basically every major retail space mm-hmm. is removing their ads from Facebook as well as YouTube. Yeah. Which is Adpocalypse. But, um... If you scroll down right now on uh, Facebook, <laughs> if you go there, you'll notice that a lot of the ads are from the same sources, and moreover, you're, there's an ad almost every other post. Yeah. Which I think is because they're trying to compromise for the la- loss in ads um i know like we've both been seeing a lot of ads for boy scout abuse victims which seems to be the only sponsor facebook has right now and don't get me wrong that's a serious subject and everything but that doesn't pertain to either of us and also it's when probably you're setting not up... real well, second of all but we'll get to that later no it actually is i know it I, is? I keep getting emails oh, okay. but um so the other the other night i decided to fill it out and everything because i got sick of getting it and sometimes if you click on it, it goes it goes away it doesn't it didn't go away but yeah i just keep getting calls from law firms about it and they're real law firms like i'm actually googling them and i'm talking to scott like my legal like advisor and he's like oh these are real like actual real things and like this advertisement's real that's interesting but i want to know when they set up the ad to go out to people and that you choose the what's it called the the demographic how how i don't understand what's been happening with this i just logged into facebook one day and they were all over my feed and alan wasn't getting any of these and then one day he logged into my facebook on his uh computer and then logged out and then logged back into his and he started getting these ads and that's all i get now and it's oh it's so it it may oh i thought that was a spider it's the fly on the wall but um literally 
I that doesn't pertain to either of us. No. But yeah, I just I don't get it. It's yeah, it, it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. <sighs> that brings us to life news. Um. Oh my God. What do we What do we start with? We're finding a dog sitter. Um, for a few days. Well, we already found a dog sitter. Oh yeah. Oh, do we still have to? Oh, so backstory: We found a dog sitter. I'm not going to say where for privacy reasons, but um, we have we haven't met them yet, and we were supposed to meet them. What was that? Friday? Today? No, we were supposed to meet them on Friday. We didn't actually reschedule. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we were supposed to meet them on Friday, and they were going to watch um our babies for a few days. Um, we're going to actually check on the website and make sure that there wasn't anything. But um, we're giving them a little vacation. Yeah. Of sorts. Um, we're just going to be holding on to cinnamon and mass for a couple of days. Um, because we're going out of town for a tiny bit. Exactly. I'm not going to say where, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they'll be in good hands. Um, it's a good group of people watching them. Um, there's... I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. They have Airbnbs at their place, too, so. Yeah. They'll get to see a lot of company. Well, no, they're not going to be there when they Airbnb. Oh, yeah, they're, they're taking be... them to their parents' house in the country. I think that works, and too. And it'll be nice for the doggos to get out of the city. But, um, yeah. I'm excited because we need... Oh, my, this is our first vacation that we're taking since... Moving. Since moving, and then since, um, we went for Christmas. Yeah, and we need one at this point. Um, yeah. we're... I mean, we're, we're pretty worked dry at this point honestly yeah i work probably like i don't know 17 hours a day and yeah. sometimes i wake up in the middle of the night and start working so i'm overdue like yeah our last vacation was new york and obviously we can't go to new york because we're not flying anywhere so we're mm-hmm. just doing a road trip vacation it's gonna be fun it should be great oh yeah we had to get a new tire and an oil change and that was fun our back tire literally <laughs> you could see the metal and i was i like i knew it was bad but I didn't know it was that bad to the point that, like, it was so worn down, you could see the actual structural integrity of the tire. Because most people don't even know that there's metal coils in tires. I didn't. So, it was bad. Yeah, we, we almost couldn't get it repaired, honestly. Oh, yeah, we went to Costco. And basically, if your tire is, like, if there's not a, like, if the difference between tires is, like, a certain amount, like the tread, they can't do it. They, they just won't replace the tire. And I literally was like, sob story. Oh I'm like, God. I need this tire replaced now. You see how bad it is. It's so bad. We're going to die. I and, mean, okay, we've almost slid off-road a couple of times during rainstorms. And it was that tire. <laughs> yeah, so, like, we've almost actually died. I mean, not literally. But... Not literally, but I mean, no, there was that one time we were on the interstate. And do you remember? That's when I had to get off and I got off on, on Seminole. Oh, yeah. Because... The, it was raining and the car was sliding all over and we were only going like 50. Ugh. That was so bad. It's been, it's been a mess. Our, our, Kevin does not like rain, especially when his tires are not. No. Talking about cars. BMW i3. Yeah, we've been looking at that one a bit. Do we get a home equity loan to get the BMW i3? That's an intense question. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding, you guys. It's very tempting, though. Yeah, I mean... On, s- on my half of things, not on yours. There's a lot of, um... There's a lot of appeal to getting an electric car, especially now, um, with gas prices being so highly fluctuating and whatnot. 
What's the lowest that you guys' gas prices went? Because ours is like, what was it? It got he, to a dollar. Justin but... pumps more gas than I do. Well, I have long nails. <laughs> that sounds interesting out of context. Anyways. um, like You can't take the card in and out of the thing. Yeah. But I even like, have issues with the car wash. Where, uh, gas during the height of the coronavirus pandemic before Mr. Cheeto Puff decided we needed to raise oil prices because... I don't understand, honestly. Um, something about economics, but, but you know what? Someone it was, that has an economics degree is probably thinks it's great. It was at one dollar um, for a while. That, oh dear! It was at one dollar for a while now, and then it uh, raised up to uh, around two twenty or so. Is it already two twenty or something? Yeah, it's been in that general range that's for a bit. That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's still one ninety depending on where you go, but that's at like places like uh, yeah. Costco, Woodman's, etc. They're kind of like co-op, yeah, ish. What's the highest gas prices or gas price you've ever paid for gas? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Words are hard. Yeah. So. Do you remember what like what the highest gas price you've ever seen? Four fifteen or so. Four fifteen. Back in New York. Oh my god. That no. was a while ago. Though. In downtown Chicago, the one gas station. I don't know if you guys know this on Clark, and I think it's State. It's way way up north on State where Clark meets it. Uh <laughs> Six ten. Oh, I dear. remember paying six ten. That's incredible. Uh, it's because I had like no freaking gas at all, and it was the only one available. And I literally put a gallon in my car, and then went literally. I went up to Highland Park. It's like right up. You get onto Sheridan. If you live there, you know what I'm talking about. Everyone else, just be blind with with Justin <laughs> here. But um. And I went to, I think it was a BP, and I paid three something. Something like, oh my god. It was, it was literally like $3 more expensive downtown. It's interesting, talking about gas, I always think it's weird how here you can just pump gasoline, whereas I came from uh, Long Island growing up and back there. Like, you couldn't pump your own gas. Like, you needed attendants to come and pump it for you. Really? Yeah. Well. That's New Jersey. That's. Where I grew up, it was the same There's thing. There's places it that It could be a county-wide like policy. It. Or like a citywide policy. I think it's a um, gas station to gas station type thing. Yeah, it's different from place to place, I suppose. Yeah, um, see, because when I was in California, you could pump your own gas. But there's also places that pump your gas for you. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason they expect a tip. Oh yeah, that always weirded me I'm out. I'm not doing it. I don't, <laughs> I don't tip that. Like, no, you chose. That's like in New Jersey, they expect a tip. But yet it's it. illegal to pump your own gas there. So, so it's just someone doing their job. How are you going to tip? But that? I'm not tipping that. Yeah. We've been, uh, I've been going kind of hard lately, uh, moving on to one of our other topics and prepping everything, uh, for the wedding ceremony. All uh, figuring out basically all wedding stuff. Yeah. And we figured out the specifics, um, but a lot of the stuff we're putting through next month. So it's been kind of fun. Tr- well, I say fun, but stressful. don't mean, yeah, stressful. Uh, trying to figure out how to budget everything. Um, between this month's vacation and the wedding going on next month. Next month? Not next month, but figuring out how to budget for the purchases we're making next month. I was going to say, like, weddings, like, way later in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, oh my god. We're, I'm actually, so, hot take, we're actually debating on whether we want to do, I should say me, because I talk about this more than you, do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. What? Uh, getting involved in synagogue and Judaism. Not what I'm talking Not about. Not what you were going to say? We're no. going to segue to that later. We're going we're gonna to talk about that in a minute. But um, whether we should do invitations or not. 
Oh, yeah. I do not want this getting leaked anywhere. And I'm definitely afraid of it. Yeah, I feel that. And in... Like, family and stuff? Totally, I will send something. But, like, it's not that I don't trust friends. I don't trust friends giving me their correct address. (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, uh... Leaking is something we're particularly concerned about because this is kind of something that's... We're, we're doing a small event um, for reasons, mostly for venue reasons. And, and we can't, corona. We, we can't have it exceed a certain capacity, so we don't really want to get into a situation where there are folks showing up we don't expect. Um, yes, that, they can. Yeah, that, that creates all sorts of problems. I mean, even just having this event in the first place during coronavirus, we had to jump through so many hoops um to get it put through and part of that agreement was that we wouldn't exceed a certain capacity and that's something we're planning on honoring because we have to yeah because the fact that we're even able to do this in the first place and a lot of couples are canceling their weddings right now or a lot of folks are moving them back or doing um parking lot weddings and we're no yeah we're not doing that and we're very lucky that we're able to yeah not do that and that meant we had to make certain sacrifices and one of them was keeping it small Keeping it very small. Yeah. Also, our venue is graciously borderline sponsored. Yeah. So, that's fun. It's good. More Um, on that after the wedding. Yeah, we're going to hold off on... We'll we'll give you all deets afterwards. Yeah. Once things are settled down. Okay. Uh, So, yeah. Moving on to a topic I accidentally brought up earlier. Um, Are we Jews? Ish. We've been looking into this a bit. Um... So, um, background on, I guess, um, the two of us, um, I was raised, um, Christian in the Long Island area, um, but my family is ethnically Jewish, if that's Mm -hmm. the right word. Um, Long Island. Yeah. So, it's something I've always wondered about, so it's a part of, it is a part of my culture, in a way, even if it's a part of my culture I'm not connected to, or part of my heritage, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what it is. So I've been interested in, uh, getting more into it, and- you know, someday, Maybe. kids, if exactly. we, we, we want them to get involved in all that, I mean, it's a good experience to have. Oh. And then, like me, I am 98, 97, yeah. 90 something, Ashkenazi Jewish. And then, like, a little bit of Danish, which is where my height, and <laughs> which is, that's just where my height comes from. Like, if you look at Justin's family, I love them, Hobgoblins. Very short. Yeah, I mean... I tower over them. (laughs) Like, oh god. I mean, it does make me stick out. It's pretty great. But you know what? Married a guy that... Going to be marrying a guy. Can't wear heels. No. I might even be wearing heels. (laughs) Or height razors, at least. Oh god. I don't know. We haven't really looked into those. Yeah, that's something we're still sorting out. In general, um, for those of you who haven't planned a wedding, it's extremely stressful. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's like, like, you might think it's stressful. You don't know how stressful it is until you're in it. A lot of it goes down to we're both very easygoing. And I swear to God, I just wish that someone would pick things out and be like, here, here's your wedding. Because it would be easy. I feel like this is why people do wedding planners. Yeah, but wedding planners are like eight to 15,000. Yeah, it's disgusting. Which is like, we could buy an i3 for that. Yeah, I mean, no offense to any wedding planners, but... No. No. But um, back to... (laughs) So... We are debating if we want to start maybe connecting a little more with Judaism. Maybe not going full synagogue every week. But just 
more along the lines of like traditions and at home stuff. I do want to go to synagogue one of these Fridays and just maybe learn a little more and feel very uncomfortable for a couple hours because I don't know what the hell I'm looking at or talking about, (laughs) but I'm always up for learning. Yeah. Even though I won't learn anything because I I don't understand. I mean, it's a good experience to have and something like worth doing every once in a while. Saturday, we halfway observed our first Shabbat. Halfway. We didn't know that we couldn't drive a car. We didn't know that we couldn't drive a car, and I didn't know for some reason that you couldn't use technology. Wait, that's a thing. That's a thing. We did not observe our first <laughs> Shabbat. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're considering doing it more so, or at least following some of the principles a bit. I followed the principle to a point that I did not work, like, 99% of the day. Yeah. Which, if you know me, I started working at midnight last night. <laughs> Can confirm. Can confirm that I was up until two, and then I woke up at seven forty-seven. Yeah, it was like seven, around eight. Thanks, dogs. Well, no, and then I was just on my phone, and then I was waking him up by watching TikToks. It was pretty great. Yeah, then I fell back asleep. But yeah, so we're just debating on what uh, what we want to do. Yeah, and there's a lot to think about with it I don't in know. general. And I th- I think that it would be very. I don't know, beneficial to our kids' life to be part of something like that. Yeah. And I really like Judaism to begin with. Well, one, because, well, we're both ethnically Jewish, as well as it's not here is my religion. Let me cram it down your throat. If you don't do this, you will die and go to hell. Yeah, which I... I know. I grew up in Christianity and, uh, yeah, enough said of that. See, and I grew up, I grew up with pretty primarily lutheran and yeah i we didn't go that often i feel like it was phases like when my when my parents um got divorced is when all of a sudden praise the lord yeah yeah so i don't know yeah uh guess what i love what your nutrition my nutrition and your body yeah my body because it does the things and it becomes itself um we got an early wedding present. Mm-hmm. It is a Breville juice. It's 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 a juicer. Like it juices the fruits. It's fun, but it's great. I have made all of the celery juice, all of the carrot juice. I made orange juice for the first time. I've never made orange juice like that before. It was really good. It was, it was nice. Yeah, honestly. And uh, well, Alan at least is starting a juice cleanse. I'm starting a juice cleanse because I got fat. Uh, yeah, and I'm hoping that that kind of, like, just de-bloats me. I'm also, like, making a hiatus on salt. Yeah. So. Ha ha. <laughs> Your food's gonna suck for the next week. Yeah, it'll be Actually, fine. I plan on doing it until we go on vacation. Yeah. I mean, getting healthier is a good thing in general. And we've been trying to do that, um, for a bit now. Really? Yeah. Really. I mean, I didn't say we were successful. I, I said we say, were trying. We ate a 10 by 14 carrot cake. We had to use the carrots. They were going bad. We ate over two... We ate almost two square feet of carrot cake. Well, when you put it that way, it just yeah. sounds bad. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It was really good. Yeah. I mean, I've been making a goal to eat, eat more fruits and veggies. I mean, that's a terrible way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, like, cake. actually the worst way of doing it possible. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we bought a bunch of fruits and vegetables, and we've been working on trying to get... Um, healthier and make better choices, at least so we feel better on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, because... 
God damn it. This morning when we went and got bagels. We're doing great. Yeah. We're doing I, great. I, I seen my reflection in the, the window at Bagels Forever. Kosher bagel place by us. So they're, they're countrywide. They're pretty great. Like, well, they sell countrywide. That's the only physical location in the, in the world. Really? Really. Yeah. But um, I was like, I got fat. I need to, I need to lose probably a good 60 pounds. I plan on doing that in the next two weeks. I'm just kidding. But I mean, um, in the next month, I, yeah. could, I could do that. But, um, yeah, I'm doing a juice cleanse. What does that entail? I don't know. I just said that today. I'll We're going to fig- figure it out. I'll figure it out. Yeah. It's so more on that next week, I suppose. Yeah. Jethro, the littles and Maz. As we said, they're taking their vacation soon. They're going to be taking their vacation soon. They're going to be so excited. Yeah, though Cinnamon is coming with us on our road trip. Yeah, she loves a good road trip. Which and is... also it saves us hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I, I don't know if any of y'all have ever done uh, dog sitting or put your pets at a pet hotel, but... If hundreds you... upon hundreds of dollars. It, it, it is by far the most expensive part in a lot of cases of taking a vacation. Yeah. It's it's a mood. Um, <laughs> uh, Louie and Jethro, they've discovered their love of socks, Um we've i don't even know how many pairs of socks we've lost in the past uh way too many two weeks it we don't have socks anymore which you know what we don't wear we, we wear our shoes without socks generally we wear like we have like the shoes. balenciaga speeds and stuff like that yeah so it's not like a huge issue um for us in general but it's still kind of like yeah ugh. yeah also uh Maz is a bitch and that's it uh what's the latest yet successful tip of the week and let's make it quick just do it just do it. Just, In the words of Shia. Yeah. Do things that, if you if you think you can't do something because you don't lack the qualifications, go for it anyways. You never know what'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, basically just do it. Because, well, I don't know. I did that when I was in uh, college and whatnot. I thought I didn't have the qualifications for something. I went for something anyways. And it worked out really well, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We're like, we gotta wind it down. Yeah. We're like hitting our time slot here. Ooh. But yeah. That's Anything it. Else? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, S- bye. 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 Me.